What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 39 of the Potscast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie. Happy to report that the boys are back to clown. I'm joined today by my good friends, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello. And Pixel Par. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. It's good to be back, boys. You're telling me. My throat has been th- through the through the ringer. Yeah, you've had a you've had an eventful few weeks. We'll have to talk about that on After Dark this week. Yeah, <laughs> which is coming back. Sorry, it went away for three weeks. That was not on purpose. Uh, we've all we've all been busy and emotionally and physically tired, but we're here and we're ready to talk Nintendo. Uh, so let's kick it off with what we've been playing this week. Pixel and I have both been taking a little walk down memory lane uh, with Super Mario World. I talked about it plenty last week, uh, so Pixel, uh, you you beat it this week as well, right? So did I. Yeah, we finally finished it separately, yeah. all together, unfortunately. But it was like it was literally, I think, within like six hours of each other. Funny enough. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's a shortcut in it somewhere, the Rainbow Road. Because someone on Twitter was like, "Did you take the Rainbow Road or did you do the whole map?" And I was like, oh, "Damn it, I could have just taken a Rainbow Road." Oh yeah, yeah. There's a few shortcuts you can uh, you can use to backdoor your way around. So have you never been to the Star Zone? <laughs> Apparently not. No. The Star World? No. Oh damn, dude. So you've never gotten any of the special Yoshi's? I, no, I have no. Spe- I don't know what's a special Yoshi. There's three special Yoshi's that you can only get if you go to the Star World. Uh, there's a red Yoshi who anything he spits out is fire. There's a yellow Yoshi that if he has a shell in his mouth, whenever he jumps. It, like, has a hard stomp and, like, has, like, a little bit of kind of, like, an area of effect that shoots out. And then there's a blue Yoshi that he can fly whenever he has. (laughs) I've completed this game twice now, like, when I was a kid and now, and I've never known about those. Damn it. So I haven't really completed it. You gotta play again. There's secrets to, there's still secrets to behold. (sighs) (laughs) I had it on on the Game Boy Advance and I maybe played, like, three levels and I could never get past any further than that. I'm terrible at 2D Mario. When I played through it the first time, it was the Game Boy Advance port. And I pl- I must have played that game 10, 15 times when I was a kid. And I think this was like in my late 20, early 30s in terms of compl- number of completion this time around. Oh, I thought that's what you were saying. Like when I was a kid, I played it in my late 20s, early well, 30s. Yeah, well, you know, when I was a kid in my early 30s. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a confusing statement. I mean that I played it about 10 or 15 times on the Game Boy Advance, and I've probably played it an additional 10 or so times since then, like on emulators or whatever. See, see, Pixel's always having a go at me for playing games I've played before and not playing new games. And then the moment the SNES games come out, Oh, there you go, and you're playing old games that you've already played before. I haven't played it in like 10 years. It's slightly different from, you know, mm. just playing the same game every week for about two what, months. popping into Stardew Valley again? <laughs> so I get it, you love your farms, but jeez, man. Here's the thing, though, Steve. You missed two key episodes where you could have just busted Pixel's balls, because playing old games is better than playing no games, which is what he <laughs> kept giving me. <laughs> oh, damn. <sighs> Last week, we have Liam Robertson on the show, and he just embarrasses me right in front of him. He's like, oh, I didn't play any video games. Liam's like, what games do you play? Hey, maybe I have. (laughs) Maybe I just said that so we could get more, you know, content into the episode than me talking about games. Oh, I see. You just wanted to sidestep (laughs) it so that he and I could have our our discussion about Fire Emblem. I see. And Astral Chain, you know? And, And Astral Chain, yeah. Finally, someone on the show that's played the game. I was so happy to have someone be able to talk about it so that Max can stop blowing up my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't bought it yet. It's not going to be your Game of the Year successor to Fire Emblem. Nah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get it. Like, Liam got me more interested in it, and another friend of mine who's playing it was telling me about it, and I'm like, eh, ah, I don't know, man. I don't really want to be a future cop. We should change this weird, intro whatever. section to what we haven't been playing, because there's... You know, there's more content there, mm. I think. Fair enough. Well, I mean, yeah, that could be the whole show. We could just talk about video games we never played before. <laughs> just hot, hot takes on what we think they'll be like. We probably should do that as a main topic one week. Just talk about video games that we haven't played that people would be shocked to hear that we haven't played. That'd be a good one. That could be like a two-parter, too. We do all the Nintendo games on the main show for the main topic, and then we'll do yeah. all the non-Nintendo games for the After Dark. Mm-hmm. I like the sound of that. Good, good. See, now we're now we're just workshopping the podcast live. So this is great audio. This is real, real great, great show. Uh, yeah. So I'm really glad that you played Super Mario World again, Pixel. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Have you two been playing any of the other SNES games? 
Yeah, I played a little bit of Mario Kart. Do you, do you just do you still call it Super Nintendo? It depends. Are you an American that you call it Super Nintendo? I mean, I I would call it Super Nintendo like if I was talking about it to like somebody I think who isn't initiated. You know, like, oh, like if your I was, dad or something. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, like they brought a bunch of Super Nintendo games. You know, mm. like but if I was like talking to another like gamer who I knew was familiar with Nintendo, I would be like SNES. I think or, we should change it. You know, it's SNES. We should change it to Sneeze. Sneeze. <laughs> been, been playing sneeze games. How do you say it, Pixel? Sneeze. That's the right way to say it. You're I'm a sneeze. It though, okay. Sneeze. There's going to be a thing. <laughs> uh, so I, I uh, yeah, I also played Mario Kart. But the other game I've been playing, uh, I just started it yesterday. Actually, is Creature in the Well. Oh, so that's okay. that pinball adventure yeah. game that uh, we've seen teased for the last. Ooh, excuse me. The last couple indie directs. And uh, so far, I'm liking it. Um, I think aesthetically, it's like its presentation is way more, I guess, artsy, for lack of a better word, okay. than I was thinking it would be. It's got like kind of um, almost like a journey vibe, you know, where it's like very like I love journey though desert, and there's like these cool runic tech from like an ancient society, and it's it's a cool package, like. I'm I'm more interested in the world and the lore than I thought I would be. What the what are the puzzles like in it? Because that's kind of like a selling point, really, isn't it? Yeah. So the puzzles are interesting. Uh, you have two so far, anyway, right? You you have two forms of attack and a dash. So you can dash to dodge projectiles and stuff that are like coming at you or like floor hazards. Because the whole thing is like based on pinball, right? So you have mm-hmm. like two. Right now, I have two weapons. I have a lead pipe and a charge sword. So the pipe you can use to just volley, like if a ball's coming at you or whatever, you can use it to knock back. The charge sword, you can hold it, and if a ball comes at you, you'll catch it, electrify it, and then reshoot it. So like the big thing is there are all these kind of like power cells in on any given puzzle, and those okay. are like the bumpers that you would have in a pinball game. So what you need uh. to do is charge the balls and fling them into these things so that you can gain electricity to open the next door and get to the next puzzle. Uh, are, are they like puzzles like um, portal or cube puzzles or are they fairly obvious? You go in and you know exactly what to do as soon as you see it. Uh, They're more like physics puzzles. So I, I would say portal is like not necessarily a one-to-one comparison, but I would say it's similar in that like, I think you can look at some of them and be like, oh, that's what I need to do. But it's not easy because you need to get the trajectory of the ball right. So, like, uh, one of the puzzles that was actually easy in practice, but I fucked it up a few times because I, like, couldn't see where I needed to stand is it's one of the early ones. There are – there's kind of, like, concentric, like, squares, right? So, there are these – charge ports that are in the ground and there's one up and when you hit the first one the next one comes up so you need to hit the ball at an angle that it goes charge port bounce charge port bounce 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 and it needs to go 12 levels and you need to moving out of its way so it doesn't hit you because it only has a second to get to the next one so if you hit it the ball will bounce in another direction and then like the whole thing starts over so it's like it's it's stuff like that where like it's it's easier to understand to look at sometimes, but because you need to figure out the fi- the pixels uh, and then like the the angles that you need to figure out and everything, it, it's a little more challenging. And then as I progress, they introduce more hazards. Like I just got two maps recently where like they've introduced guns. So like while I'm trying to figure out the layout of everything or whatever, like I'm getting more balls that are on fire shot at me and I need to turn and hit them and then hit the things that I'm trying to do to hit all the right angles. Or like there'll be these uh, patches um, on the floor that like heat up and like shoot like a laser up or whatever. So it's a lot, it's, it gets kind of frantic like as it's growing. It started a little slow and I was like, I don't know like if this idea has as much legs as it seemed like it did. But as the levels are getting more difficult, I'm seeing where the skill curve is starting to come in a little bit. So I don't feel like confident enough about it to render a final verdict, but I'm very interested in it right now. 
Is it, you know, what's, is it more of like an exploration game or is it kind of like a Zelda dungeon style where you go room to room playing with your balls? It's more like a Zelda dungeon style. There's like an auto scrolling map and like as you're going, like you're seeing where your paths go, but like there are secrets that you can find and like you can unlock secret pathways that'll take you down like different corridors and you'll see different things. So it seems like there's like a fair amount of collectibles and discoverables and um maybe even some replayability depending on like how different the paths are but considering i only know the paths i've gone down like whenever i've unlocked a secret door i just go down it and then i'm not backtracking because it's like it takes you to a whole new level and you're like okay i don't you know i it doesn't seem like it's worth it to go back for me right now might have to try this it sounds really interesting it's cool it's definitely different uh it's it's one of the more unique indie games i've played this year I'm hesitant to give it like a, a full recommend because I haven't really played enough of it. But like the first few hours I've spent with it were interesting. And I definitely am interested in getting back to it and seeing what it's got in store. I, I was looking for a game to kind of tide me over until Link's Awakening comes out. And I was looking at the eShop yesterday and that was one of my choices. And the other one was that Blasphemous game because that one looks really good too. So I'm kind of torn between just, the two. Just wait and see here what I've been playing, Pixel, because you'll you're know you're no, you're no exactly what. What game to get to tide you over? So why don't you tell us, Steve, what have you been playing? <laughs> Crayola Scoot! <sighs> it's really good. Yeah? Really, really good. How good? It's... it's So Crayola Scoot is is um, Splatoon meets Tony Hawk, Pro Skater. That does sound cool. Apart from you're on right. a scooter. It's missing a, a, a kick-ass soundtrack like Tony Hawk always had. But it's it's fun to do like the tricks and like fling out ink all over the place and try and cover the ground. Ink, ink. Yeah. Is it ink? Well, I or guess is it like, like crayons? crayons, but it looks it's like crayons. it looks like Splatoon. Melted <laughs> I guess it's like melted crayons. Like you're grinding a scooter along a rail. Are you sure you're not overselling it by saying it's Splatoon? Because that Tony sounds Hall. awesome. Uh, mind you, I paid one pound fifty for it, so it's hard to oversell a game I spent one pound fifty on. So here's my thing, Pixel. And you can back me up on this. I think it's really interesting whenever... And I never thought about this until now. Whenever Steve says that Tony Hawk has a badass soundtrack, I'm like, what songs did Steve even like? I thought when we showed him, he was like, I don't like, like, rocky, like, punk voices. That's, that's like, the whole yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, right? That was basically 90% of well, the soundtrack. Well, I don't like the yeah. soundtrack to Crazy Taxi as well. That's the I don't know why. That's so weird. All right. That's fine. I'm not... Again, I'm Jesus. not judging. I'm glad you like it. It's just weird because, like... Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't even think I would like punk if it wasn't for Tony Hawk. Whereas Crowd of Scoot is like generic kitty written for the game music. Is it like that's, nursery that's rhymes? No, the there's no nursery rhymes. <laughs> the wheels on the bus go around. They should have just given it like a cool chiptune soundtrack. Like, I feel like that's like the way to go. No, it, well, they, they should have just gone all in on the ripoff of Splatoon and gone like really really weird like the splatoon soundtrack but but the entire soundtrack has to be made by playing things with crayolas <laughs> so like you can hit you can hit pots and pans of crayolas and crayola as a guitar pit mm-hmm. it's like having like rubbing crayons on like concrete or something to like yeah <laughs> there you go crayola scoot too you can have it I'm just ripping off the like paper off of the crayons. Yeah. Well, you could, you know, like you used to pick grass up and blow it between yeah. your thumbs yeah. when you were a kid. You could do that with, with Crayola wrappers. Wow. wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I really want you to do an alternative soundtrack to Crayola Scooting Air <laughs> Pixel and, and release yeah. it. And get a business meeting and pitch yes. it. Yes. Yes. But I recommend if you can get it on sale for 150 like I did, I think it was like 150 Might have been like £2, but I had some gold coins or something. And I was. I was bored at my parents and I was like, I want something to play that's going to take zero brain power whatsoever. And uh, Crayola Scoop filled that hole for me. <laughs> so it's a very challenging game. No. <laughs> in, the, in the next couple of weeks, once once all of our technology woes and stuff are figured out and we bring back our streams and Let's Plays, Crayola Scoop. Yeah, let's do it. I want a 24-hour stream of Crayola Scoop. All right, let's do it for charity. Let's do it. No, <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to take over at some point because my yeah, we'll thumbs pass are the rock. Hurt. We'll pass the rock. We'll take shifts. <laughs> Each of us will play Crayola Scoop for like five hours at a time. Yeah, and and then I played some of the Snows games, like what? but not many. I, I played a little bit of uh, Link to Link to the Past. Yeah, I love Link to the Past. It's a beautiful game. Let's go on. Uh, but I really want that game remade in the new Link's Awakening engine. So I'm kind of like I don't Ooh. necessarily want to 
play this because if there's a possibility they're going to remake it in the new engine, I kind of want to wait for that. that. But I know that'll probably be a couple of years out anyway, so... I'm hoping Earthbound gets that remake treatment. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's get Mother 3, finally. Like, that's what we need, <laughs> honestly. Like, give me... A, even if they did each individually as a $60 boxed game, fine. Like, just remake those games in this mm-hmm. new style. Like, Link looks like Ness anyway, now. Mm-hmm. Hey, Grezzo aren't working or anything now. Grezzo have done their port job, so they must be doing something. Like, come on, dude. Throw us a fucking bone, Nintendo. I'll give you a little tip. Grezzo have a uh, blog on their site, and it has a development section, and the developers love showing off the new things they're testing out. And if you go check that out, you'll often see things that, oh, so they're working in this style, doing this kind of thing, and you can kind of get a rough idea of what they could be working on. That's good to know. Well, I'd just go check it, because it's interesting reading uh, what they're doing in engines, because they mix engines together and stuff. It's pretty cool. Do we know what engine they've used for Link's Awakening? Things are unreal, right? Yeah, it's Unreal with... Um, they do some stuff in Unity and then port it into Unreal. It's really weird. Yeah, that is that weird. That is weird. That's a really weird choice. Is this the mm. first time a Nintendo game has been made on Unity? Mm, uh, no, Snipperclips? No, it's not. It is a Nintendo it's game. Unity? It's published by Nintendo. Published by, but not developed in-house. Well, this isn't developed in-house either. It's developed. I guess you're right. Grezzo isn't an internal studio either. That's weird. All right. So I, I think it, I think it's mainly Unreal, though. I think they just do some of the animation stuff in yeah. Unity and then kind of shift it over. So, Steve, it's, it says you've also been uh, playing a game called 30 Rocks. Is that a... It, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you sat in your room just throwing rocks at a wall. <laughs> this is so thrilling. This beats Crayola Scoop. I like the idea of a JRPG starring Tina Fey, though. That could be Oh, fun. my God. Tina Fey's incredible. <laughs> Uh, I I would want to play her though. That's the problem. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd she's the main character. You'd be what? You'd be Tina Fey. Okay, so we're doing like a JRPG of Thirty Rock, and we got to keep like Tracy Jordan under control yeah. and like Jenna from going absolutely fucking mental. So so what is Thirty Rock? You've never seen Thirty Rock? Oh, t- it's a comedy series starring Tina Fey. It's basically like behind the scenes of SNL, and like she's like the head writer, and they do this like live show every Friday, uh, and it's basically like. Um, like a show in a show kind of thing. Oh, I thought you were talking about a game. I was really no. confused. It was a really good show. I'm on series five already. I've watched like five seasons in two weeks. And you've never seen it before? No, I've, this is like my fifth oh, watch okay. through. Okay. I thought I thought so. I, I love it. Let me just tell you real quick how you can support the show. If you want to uh, show us your support, you can give us a like on your audio platform of choice or let us know if we're not on your favorite platform and we'll be sure to get there. You can also go give us a uh, subscribe over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash loopots, a follow on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash loopots. Visit us at loopots.com excuse me, for all of our news, reviews, and all the other stuff we've got going on. And uh, you can follow at Lupots on Twitter or uh, join us over on our Discord channel where it's a great place for a little bit of Nintendo discussion. And uh, last but not least, best way to support the show is to visit us at patreon.com slash Lupots. Show your support at the $5 level and you'll get access to our patron-exclusive show After Dark, which is probably the best thing we do, let's be honest. All right, so now that the 30 Rock talk is over, let's talk about some Nintendo news. Uh, First up on the list this week, we've got Firmware 9.0.0, released for Nintendo Switch. The big headline here was that uh, they've added the ability to message your friends to invite them to play a game, because apparently Nintendo adding functionality that started in 2002 is big news. But at least my little blue light on my controller does something now. Yeah, that's that's. Wait, what does that do? I haven't noticed that. It lights up when you get a message from a friend inviting you to a game. Oh, really? That's kind of cool. Yeah, the ring around the home button. The the issue is I don't have any friends, so nobody asked me to Mm. play. I never saw. (laughs) I'll send you an invite, Pete. You can come play Crayola Scoot with me. Yeah, awesome. (laughs) Do they have two player? I don't know. If there's two player online multiplayer, we're both playing for 24 hours straight. Oh my gosh. So, uh, yeah, aside from that, um, they added a search feature for the news channel, which is, I guess, pretty cool. Um, there's a display QR code to check in. What even is that? So, like, if you go to an event, oh. so say so you go to a Nintendo event like E3 or something, you, know, okay. you can check in. All right, I guess that makes things easier. Um, they added an alarm, which is all right, okay. Which is to be added at a later time within supported software. Yeah. So no one knows what that is yet. Presumably what we're going to talk about at the end of the show. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe it... 
I don't know. It could also like have functionality with something like Animal Crossing or like maybe we get Pokemon Sleep on Switch, whatever. Could work. Uh, you can also configure touchscreen sensitivity settings, which is that's really cool, actually. Uh, you're able to switch between standard or stylus sensitivity. So like you'll actually be able to, you know, have like your stylus input optimized for like Super Mario Maker or whatever. And if you want to just have the general like you know, finger touch that we have right now, you're good to go. So that's like a good quality of life change, I think. Someone needs to get that. You know that Simpsons meme where um, Homer's trying to dial a number <laughs> on the phone. It's like, your fingers are too fat to dial. Someone needs to do that with the switch screen now. <laughs> uh, so then there's also the added option to uh, turn on or off the system button input for Nintendo Switch Lite. So I'm confused by what this means. You can turn off all of the buttons on the console, all the controls, and so it'll only work with an external controller. Yeah, but why? I don't know why. It's like, why it's... I don't don't know why you would only need it on Switch Lite. The only thing I can think is that it's so... It doesn't turn on when it's in your bag, but you can literally just fully turn off the console and it's unlikely to turn on. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to make some kind of new Labo kit that works with it and... It could press. The I buttons. was wondering the same thing. I was going to say it, it might be like so that it can fit in modified versions of existing Switch hardware. I don't know, but I, I think the bag That's thing weird. makes a lot of sense too because I think it it could easily like turn on in your bag or whatever and get drained or what have you. But again, that but that can happen with the normal right, Switch, which is why it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The setting is on by default though. Well, it's on by default because you need the system buttons on by default. You can turn the system buttons off if you have if a you paired controller. Yes. So you you can't you can't accidentally do it and like lock yourself mm-hmm. out. Can you imagine that'd be amazing? Yeah, it says it'll automatically turn back on when the console's restarted or returning from sleep mode. So it must be something to do with Labo then, because why? It's not going to yeah. be because of the bag. And for some reason, you, the capture and home buttons still work. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's so weird. weird. So if it's in your bag, you're just going to have captures of your home menu screen hours long. I, d- I definitely think it's got to be a Labo thing so that you can turn those buttons off and pair a new set of Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. That's got to be it. Okay. Uh, and then the, the weirdest thing, though, on this update was the fact that they completely fucked over everyone that bought the Fire Emblem DLC. <laughs> uh, and I think that forced them to release this update earlier than they expected. Yeah, there was a, a, a weird stability thing where some people couldn't play they couldn't start three uh three houses once they downloaded the dlc yeah and if and if you'd got the dlc and you had a digital copy of the game you had to completely delete all of it and then re-download just the game if you wanted to play it insane nice thank god i have a physical copy i know that's what i was thinking i was like this is just another reason why i want to keep buying physical copies <clears throat> the next up, we've got Nintendo filed a patent this week for a new hinged Joy-Con design. We have an article, which I've linked to down below, if you want to go check out the like the patent images for yourself. But I- I'm so fascinated by, like, A, what this could be, like, what the purpose of this would even be. But B, like, what the, how does this hinge work? Like, it, it's just, it's just bent. So you can bend the hinge when it's not attached to a Switch console. <clears throat> but So the hinge rail, you can bend when it's not attached to a Switch right. console. But if the hinge rail is attached to a Switch, the top of the Joy-Con can bend, but the rail can't. I don't know how that would work. It, it looks like there's an additional piece on it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what he's talking about, is yeah. that hinge piece. But when it's, not, when it's not attached, it looks like that piece isn't on the controller. I think that might be a separation, like, this is a controller without the rail. Here's a picture of the rail, how it's configured. So maybe it does always stay in position. Yeah, it kind of looks like the rail slides inward. Uh, if you're really confused right now, go click the link so you can see the pictures. So, so essentially, the like controller breaks in half underneath on the left Joy-Con where the stick is, and on the right Joy-Con where the A, B, X, Y buttons are. Yeah. And so it like folds like 45 degrees backwards. And it looks like it's to be more ergonomic, but I don't necessarily know how holding the right Joy-Con is going to be particularly comfortable. There, yeah, there's an image where they have the person holding it, and it's hinged back, and it looks like it lines up with their thumb better. Yeah. But I don't know. This is super weird. I This is one of those things I wonder if we'll ever actually see. I think we will at some point. You do? 
I reckon they've designed it for a specific purpose, and it might be related to that switch light disable the buttons purpose. It might be a new thing they're working switch on. Switch Pro. I could go for one of these from Switch Pro. Say the Pro just has bendy controls. More, more ergonomic. <laughs> and a prop, prop, and proper triggers. Give me proper triggers. That's what I want on the Switch Pro. So it looks like, if you actually look at the other patent images, it looks like it has proper triggers on it. Does it really? It does look like it, but it doesn't list that in the patent. But the way they've done the illustrations makes it appear like they are fully, you know. But if you look at the illustration, the Switch screen is completely bigger as well. So Interesting that they've kept the, like, SLSR buttons as well. The side shoulder buttons mm. on there. It's a strange one. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to make of it, honestly. I don't know. You know what's funny? I'm looking at this first image, too. It kind of looks wider than a joy. And I don't know if that's just a perspective, because we're not seeing it at a front on. It's like kind of like a... No, you're right. It looks like it's got the additional width of that extra lump of plastic Yeah, like it, lo- it looks well. like it's like a yeah. solid, like, I don't know, half inch wider, maybe? Oh, wait, you can see, if you look at the bottom of the illustration, you can see the additional plastic join as well, where it looks like there's an extra chunk of plastic yes. that's been extended out. Yeah. Whereas Joy-Cons, yeah, they don't have that. Oh, have you gone through to the uh, the actual article and they've got, like, several different ones? So there's one that's, like, just a full curve and, like, the plastic's curvy. Are you on the patent? Yeah, and the image 26. So I've just put it on the Podcast channel. Um... It looks like a curvy banana. Oh, so it looks like you can adjust it in kind of... So it'll go onto the rail at a straight angle, but because it can curve, the whole plastic piece is just curved. Oh, whoa. So it's kind of like a flexible outer material, then. It must be. I mean, it would seem that way. But there's different types. There's ones where it's a, a solid piece, and then there's some where it's like that curvy look. So maybe they're just experimenting with different types. I kind of like the curve, curvy look, and that could like slot nicely into your hands. Yeah, it's very interesting. I wonder if, like, I wonder if this is like a a loose kind of answer to like the the Microsoft like Pro controller, like that super modular one that you can spend like a hundred and fifty dollars on. Controller, like, yeah. I wonder if this is the kind of thing where you can like really fully control like the angle of it and everything because it's modular and it's got this like malleable material that it's made of or whatever. Weird. My only other, my only other thought on it is if it is like malleable like that, like I wonder if it's like a squishy material or something like that instead of like hard plastic, like, and it's like more durable for like kids or something. I don't know. It's a nice, uh, nice image in the uh, patent there. of What presumably is just a complete leak of breath of the wild too. (laughs) Wow, look at the size of that sword. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It looks like a terrible Doom clone. <laughs> <laughs> I think the world the world could use more of those, honestly. What, what terrible Doom clones? Yeah. All right, so moving right along. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered gets a January 2020 release date. Uh, have either of you ever played Crystal Chronicles? No. No. Max um, has, though, and Max is, like, super excited about this game. So, uh, it was originally on the GameCube, right? Yeah. Uh, so, as I feel like it almost seems like it's a meme at this point, but um, as it always seems to be the case whenever Max is excited about a game, oof, this game is not very good. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, low blow. <laughs> I played this game on the GameCube. Here's the thing. I will say this. I think this game is clearly meant to be a multiplayer game. But when it came out on the GameCube, it was one of those games that I think required you to have multiple of the Game Boy plug and play (laughs) adapter kind of thing. So, of course, I was never able to play it multiplayer because nobody had that except me. So I had to play it single player. And you have a little Moogle who, like, follows you. and he Because the whole thing is, like, the world is poisoned. And you have to go out with a lantern and, like, collect resources and whatever. So, like, when you're playing multiplayer with your friends, like, one person can ca- – you could take turns carrying it and whatever. And it's, like, a thing you have to do as a team. In single player, you just have a Moogle who flies really slowly behind you and carries it. So, my entire experience of this game was, like, take three steps, slash the sword. Take three steps, slash the sword. And I'm just like, this is not fun. Wow. 
Well, luckily, we've got cross-platform online play now for the Switch version. My my opinion about this game, the primary issue with it, could be resolved now. Mm-hmm. Like if we get a party going and we all play together, like it could actually be fun. Well, we know Max is getting it, so hey. There's a- That's what's going to happen. We're all going to play and we're all going to stream on twitch.com slash loophots. I love the way you had to think about the actual, you know, site. site I can't remember if it was .com or .tv, and then I, and then I overthought Twitch things. I think it's TV. Loot slash Loopots. TV pops. Twitch.tv slash Loopots. Go subscribe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, there's not, you know, there's not too much else to say about this game, aside from the cross-play, cross-support, all that stuff. There's going to be and new it's physical. skins. There's going to be physical. That's the additional yeah, thing. Yeah, you can get a physical copy. Um, there's a new trailer from TGS. So, you know, they're, they're, it's it's a updated game with new bells and whistles, so check it out if you like it. Honestly, though, every time I keep hearing about TGS, I literally can't stop thinking about Thay Rock. <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> that's all I hear is TGS with Tracy Jordan. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the show within a show on 30 Rock Pixel, just so you're all caught up. Okay. <laughs> it's called TGS. <laughs> Uh, okay, so next up we got Power A is set to release uh, some new branded Overwatch and Pokemon controllers, and man, are they ugly. <laughs> the, the, the Overwatch the, one looks all right. Have you seen the other Overwatch one that uh, Chris posted on our Discord? What, the big buttons? Uh, yeah. Seriously, who thought putting pink buttons right over where the nips would be was a great idea? At the Power Egg Factory. Honestly, I feel like I feel like somebody recognized it and was like, "We'll see this what happens." Be funny, yeah. yeah. Some little pervert. Horrendous. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Power Egg. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to call you perverts. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I like Power Egg in general. They they make some pretty good controllers. Like, I really like their wireless GameCube controller for Smash, but. <laughs> oh my god, my cats are fighting. Hold on. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't edit this bit out. Stop. <laughs> oh my god. Go. Come on. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that should just be the start of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> so yeah, powery controllers. Alright, <laughs> 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 uh. Pete. <laughs> now where were we? Yeah, so powery controllers. Do not edit yeah. any of that out. Do not edit any of it I'm out. I'm not it's gonna. Absolutely gold. <laughs> I heard. I I heard you guys laughing so fucking loud from my headphones across the room. <laughs> it was oh Pixel's God. fault. He kept like saying funny little quips. You know how he is. Oh, I did slide one in earlier that both of you guys missed, and when you go to edit, you'll hear it. And it was when we we're talking about um, uh, the pinball game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you just completely right. missed it. It's, it's fine. So Power is making ugly controllers. Whatever, we're moving on. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to talk about those sword and shield ones and how fucking rough they look. They literally look like something you'd buy down a market that's like a rip-off a rip-off controller that would be like Shmokimon poured or something. <laughs> and and they just like printed some rip-off pictures they've got off Google Images on there. It looks terrible. If you took away Shmokimon. the decals, it would look alright. Just a nice, you know, green to blue controller. Just a nice gradient. Yeah. 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 Go for the nice gradient. That's the thing. I'm really surprised these suck so bad because power a stuff in general is really not bad like i have their gamecube controller for smash that i like a lot like they they make some good stuff i'm really surprised these are like such a miss i, I love that they're just pumping out this exact same controller over and over again and they're just printing different shells for the front mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're exactly the same as the overwatch ones the annoying thing is too that like they would look fine if like i don't know if the decals were just like a little bit better no, if they weren't there at all, they'd look great. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way about the Overwatch controllers. Just take the character off and they're actually cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, solid endorsement from us, though. <laughs> but yeah. they work, though, right? They work. You're happy with, like, the quality and, the and like, the build and stuff? Well, I was. This week, mine actually started malfunctioning, and I don't know what's wrong <laughs> oh. with it. So, I have to look into oh, that. Uh, uh, solid. Yeah, months after oh, I bought wow. it. So, we'll, we'll see what happens on that one. Okay. 
So moving right along, Distributor has listed Cooking Mama Cookstar as an October release for Switch. We talked about this rumor uh, a few weeks back. Was it last week? I don't even know. We mm. talked about how there was rumors of a Cooking Mama because it had been posted on the uh, on the eShop or something like that. There was like a placeholder that went up somewhere. That was like ages yeah. ago. That was the last time I was on the show. They put a PR. Okay, so it was like a month ago. Uh-huh. And then it got and then it got like an official announcement that it was coming, right. but no release date. And then now we've got the full confirmation, right? Cooking Mama Cookstar. No, no confirmation. You with your no confirmation. No confirmation. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Just sorry. a distributor that's posted it on their website who are also responsible for putting The Witcher 3 on the website before it was ever even announced. Right. And that was also, so that was also true. So again. 100%. So, right. So it's almost like, well, you know, fine. Not confirmed. Highly likely, highly likely that it's coming out on October 25th. Which just happens to be a Thursday. It happens to be a Thursday when all Nintendo Switch games come out. You know, though, this game looks like trash from the screenshots. I mean, I don't feel like it looks like trash. I feel like it's just super stylized. I just, I know. Like, it looks like Cooking Mama. Yeah, okay. I don't think it's the same developer. I just, I think it looks like a terrible, like, Android phone game. I, I think the IP has been switched over to a different developer now, and that's why. I think they kind of, quote, air quotes, was, saved the franchise. Okay. It's gone through a uh, Harvest Moon style uh-huh. renaissance. Uh, that's not good. That's a bad comparison. No. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, well, the the nice thing will be in what like two to three years, Chucklefish will release, you know, their own version of it, and it'll be the definitive yeah. version, and yeah. mm-hmm. single handedly making a business out of reviving franchises. <laughs> baking Daddy. Yeah, Baking Daddy. All right. I could go for Baking. Yeah. yeah, Steve would like that one. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a big bear though. And then you could do yeah. some DLC, which is Bacon Daddy, and it's all about you know. Running a uh, oh, up. all right. You put in pot, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you get all that weed that the guy from Animal Crossing is going to sell you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, did I miss something on the last episode? When did like Animal Crossing get a drug dealer? So in the in the Nintendo Direct, uh, there's a, a thing where you go to sell weeds to the uh, okay. the shop, and yeah. it's like, oh, you want to sell some weeds? Yeah, I'll give you like four hundred bells or whatever. Wow, that's pretty pricey for some weeds. <laughs> well, I was like, how much is it? That's the question. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> My favorite reference to marijuana in a video game is Far Cry, I think it's Far Cry 5, where there's just things of oregano all around the place and you pick up oregano and it's just uh, and the description is, tastes great in brownies. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, my favorite. I love that the mission in Far Cry Three. I think it is where you go and it, there's the weed farm and you have to burn it to the ground with the flamethrower and they just play that fucking uh, Damien Marley Skrillex song the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like the funniest thing is, I remember when I was in college, my roommate was playing that level and he fell asleep like right as it started. So like I hear that song on repeat for like a solid 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, there's no way this segment is still going. And I just go out and he's laid back on the couch, passed out with his controller in his hands. (laughs) Oh, just Skrillex fucking blaring. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So uh, next up, we've got uh, a... This this is the real highlight of the week. Honestly, this should have been the main topic. I'm sorry, but but Ring Fit obviously takes precedence. No, it Monster doesn't. Farm. Monster Rancher is coming to the Switch, Stephen Radford, and it is the original without any HD remasters. It's as ugly as it was on the PS1, and I'm so fucking excited. And we got our first proper trailer for it at TGS uh, literally like a few hours ago. <laughs> And, uh, my God, this game, dude, it takes me back. It takes me back. It looks so bad. It looks <laughs> so ugly, bad. and I love it. I love that game, dude. The dinosaur looks like he's made out of plastic. <laughs> yeah, that's Dino. That's Dino, Steve. Oh, inspired names. Some of them are better than others. I'll hey, admit. have you seen that blue wolf thing that looks just like the one in um, Pokemon Sword and Shield? At ten, ten, sec- ten seconds on the, uh, on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, that's a tiger, Steve. That's not a tiger. No, that's, what, that's what the species of monster is called. I think if you go to, I think it's around 19 seconds or so, Skull Bunny from Pokemon is on there as well in the top little box. That is, that is hair. Oh, shit. Did they like just go and just rip out this, uh, rip out this franchise? I guess so. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Maybe that's why I like the design so much. Yeah. I oh, know, yeah. 21 seconds, that dinosaur was like weird-ass like mouth open. Ah! <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, P. I'm sorry I'm mocking a beloved franchise from your childhood. Listen, don't get me wrong. I get it. It is. It's a PS1 game. It looks old and blocky and goofy. I just have nostalgia for it. So as much yeah. as it would have been cool to see it like HD remastered or whatever, fuck that. I'd rather it be the old blocky one and have it be like popular and then they'll be like, okay, let's let's just make a new would one. Would you really though? Like, would you not have rather had the like Crash Bandicoot Spyro treatment done to it? So I, I, that would be cool. Like I, I certainly wouldn't have been like, I wouldn't have turned my nose up at that, but I'm super cool with a proper like port of the original and I would love a new game in the franchise is the thing like bring it back okay. for real you know and like use this to get the hype going again i don't think that'll happen because i don't think anybody cares about monster rancher enough except for me uh, this hasn't even got a confirmed western release yet pete <sighs> I'm, i mean it'll happen you may have to go into the Jap- japanese store and learn some japanese real talk I, w- I would import this game and learn japanese to play it i do that. no way yeah i do that i'll learn about kanjis <laughs> kanjis <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i i am ecstatic about this game i i really hope it comes to the west i think it will knock on wood but uh yeah you can imagine we'll be talking about this one more when there's more information to be had uh but like kind of the big question about this and this information is already available if you're a big monster rancher person but you know i'll fill you in just in case why uh, is it, why do you keep calling it monster rancher when it says monster farm it's called trailer? monster farm in japan Okay. But in, in America, it's Everywhere Monster Everywhere else, it's Monster Rancher. Yeah. Yeah, it's Monster Rancher okay. e- everywhere outside Japan. And what do you do in it? So, it's... <laughs> French um, monsters. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, basically, you have you have a, a ranch, right? And that's, like, your home base. And uh, in every game except for Monster Rancher 4, um, you rate... Or there's an Evo as well. Um, you only raise one at a time. So, you have one monster... And when you get them, they have, like, certain base stats. And then you have to, uh, every week... It's actually kind of similar to the the teaching system in Fire Emblem, where every week you decide that your monster is going to do a specific kind of training to up a stat. So, like, if you have a monster that you want to, like, up their attack stat, uh, you'll have them, like, work a punching bag or something like that, or, like, push rocks up a fucking mountain or some shit. And, like, there's a little animation of them doing the workout, and then you're like, cool, here are the oh, results. I really want to see, I really want to see, like, Goofy Dinosaur pushing some rocks up a mountain. I really want to see him just, like, with his little, with his little hands. <laughs> and then the, the kind of goal of that is you go and enter these tournaments, and, like, you get prize money, and you can unlock new monsters and, and new stuff by, like, winning bigger and bigger tournaments, and you can, like, you know, get better resources, increase the quality of your ranch, get better training numbers, all that kind of stuff. And um, the uh, the thing is, though, it's also, like, your monsters have a lifespan because there's, like, time that passes. Like, each month they're, you know, you do this thing this month and whatever and whatever, and eventually they, they'll either uh, die of old age or if you if they're too old and weak and they and you keep putting them in fights, they'll die in battle. And then you have like That's a funeral really and everything. It's like really fucking sad. That's really sad. Do do you pull one out for your goofy dinosaur? Yeah, dude. Happens? You gotta pour one out for your goofy dinosaur bros. <laughs> yeah. The fucked up thing too though is I think that unless they die in battle, like if they die of old age, you can actually go like freeze them and fuse them into a new monster and be like, oh cool, mm. their essence is absorbed in a new monster. See, I I like that what you do in Persona where you pop them in underneath the guillotine and chop their head off and then they can turn into another Persona. That was always a nice, it's pretty dark, nice pretty dark. thing to do. Really, really dark. Um, but I I I really like Monster Rancher. Like I think reasonably so it gets compared to pokemon but its gameplay really isn't similar at all um there's no turn based anything that like pokemon uses this heavy illustration for pokemon sword mm-hmm. already yeah well they took this in- inspiration because monster rancher is a classic franchise maybe yeah. pokemon die now you know maybe they took that too they, they no they should do that they should have like a permadeath mode you know like how fire emblem has yeah, it's Nuzlocke. dies in battle it should you know yeah that would be cool they should go but yeah, you guys should check this game out if it comes to the West. It's a lot of fun. It's very different. I won't. Um, I won't. That hurts. It hurts, you know? Because <laughs> you guys, you take my recommendation, and you're like, Undertale's one of my favorite games of all time. Right, and then every looks, time... It looks terrible. This is coming from someone who looked at Crayola Scoot and went, this looks awesome. Right? Crayola Scoot 
was £1.50, and it is, is really, really funny. This will be like $5, Steve. It. Relax. All right, fine. So, okay, sorry. One more thing I have to say about this. Oh, my God, we're still going on Monster Hunter. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's because you started asking me questions, and I didn't get to say the thing I wanted to say. Nobody asked it's you like a question. It's like the comic books all over again. It's like the comic books all over again. It's not. This <laughs> 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 is about a game. Okay, so there's one other thing to Monster Rancher that was like the unique mechanic, right? So in the world of Monster Rancher, monsters are generally found on these things called mystery discs. So they're like these plates that you take to a shrine and fucking pray or whatever, and the monster that's stuck inside gets released. So right, okay. <laughs> how that would work in practice... Don't act like that's that much weirder than any other fucking thing that we're into. <laughs> I'm laughing at the amount of description you go into. Hey, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Right, you get monsters from discs. They used to be CDs. It's now over the internet. Done. Next topic. Oh, shit, no. Let Pete have his moment. <laughs> this is his game. Pixel, you know how the time. mechanic works, so of course that explanation makes sense. Steve has no idea. Or the listeners. Steve, did that make sense? Not really, no. Yeah. Oh, great. Thanks, Pixel. You got him so- on CDs. Like, like, what is it? Like, popping down to get a, a little AOL, AOL, AOL CD. I'm on it, it's a monster. <laughs> Like, Jesus, you're complaining that I'm ballooning the length of this segment by talking over me to the point where I would have been done over two minutes ago. Oh, I'm just imagining an AOL oh monster God. now. I know, yeah, it'd be so cool, wouldn't it? You're monsters. You're the monsters. Search, the real search monsters. for AOL keyword, monster. <laughs> Instead of scanning discs to get monsters like you used to do on the PlayStation games, now there's like a search function that you can use. Okay, great. Thanks, how, guys. Wait, what, what's, how, I, I don't know what, how the search works. Like, what am I searching? Am I just searching for the monster I want, or does it automatically just find one of like the poor translation says that you can choose music? So I, I'm guessing that there's going to be a list of CDs and stuff, and you can just go pick one. Oh, okay. So it's like Spotify, kind of. <laughs> We've progressed. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Is there a Discover Weekly of monsters? It like just pops them into to a plane. <laughs> <laughs> That would actually be funny. <laughs> Discover Weekly. Here's the new monsters you should try this week. So when's this coming out, Pete? Good God. Uh, coming out in, quote, 2019 in Japan. So uh, hopefully we get it 2020. I don't know. I can't imagine it would take that much work to port it to the West because it's already been translated to English. Like, it doesn't look like it took that much work to port it to the Switch, to be honest. Like, all you need to do... <laughs> well, they added new features and stuff, but just take that stuff and just move it over. Because that's how game design works, right? Pixel, copy Co- and paste. Copy, paste, copy, paste. Job done. Right, there you go. That's how you make games. <sighs> oh, no. All right. <laughs> So, last item on the news this week, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate has won the grand prize at the Japan Game Awards 2019. I'm going to be real with you guys. I didn't know that this award show existed until you brought this up. So, really? I think uh, Breath yeah. of the Wild got it last year. That's cool. That seems like, it, it feels like they're, they're maybe giving it a year later <laughs> for all of these games. Like, Breath oh, of the Wild got it in 2018. It's a date span that it goes over. I think it's done on the Japanese tax year, if that makes sense. Right, rather okay, than yeah. that makes sense so it's up to like march something yeah. like that yeah it's, it's kind of like how games that come out in december are not like they can't qualify for the game awards yeah yeah but okay that's cool congrats so does that, that that must mean smash is probably eligible for game of the year this year then at the game awards uh i believe that came would out be in the december case. yeah i think it would be technically eligible for this year i, I don't think, think it's gonna win no, no it's up against monster rancher <laughs> Monster Rancher. you're so right pixel monster rancher is clearly going to be the at least the indie breakout hit you know it's astral chain pete we've all heard about how much it's your game of the year oh my god yeah and of course just, and jeff's just gonna defer to you they'll be like my my good friend pete and bessie <laughs> Cuts to a live stream and he's shouting at his cats. <laughs> I would, I would love that. There was, there. Honestly, I don't know if anything would make me more happy in my career as a video games commentator than if Jeff Keighley came out at the Game Awards and was like, "My best friend, Pete and Bessie," and it cuts and it's like a picture of me. Like it's like you know, like they'll do that where it's like a B roll of someone talking during one of their shows, and then I just get up and run away, and there's like cats fighting in the background. That's how I want people to remember me, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. Moving right along.
Gets into a jingle, Pete. Gets into a jingle. Well, we, we, gotta, we need we gotta a jingle. Sh- shut up long enough for me to get throughout this week, and we can. <laughs> oh, shit. Do we not have a jingle between... Oh, my no. God. This is just... This is <laughs> out, car crash. Out this week on the on Friday, September 13th, Damon X Machina. Guys, steer clear of this one. The reviews are looking bad. Is that the one with the demo of the robots that could fly? The demo yes, that turned is, everybody yeah. off from it? Yeah. The one that they've, like, buried, uh, like, the week before Zelda. Max has ordered the special edition of this as well. He canceled it. Oh, he did? Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This game looks like it's in rough shape. Like, uh, the pre... Like, the early reviews that I saw that were coming out, like, the only positive one was from a website I'd never heard of, and all the other ones mm-hmm. were, like, 675 range. Not good. They, they had to... They reworked it, didn't they, if I remember correctly? They did that, like pre-beta thing, then they asked for feedback via the survey, then they reworked it and did another demo which changed some of the way, the flying mechanics and things, and presumably have continued working on it. And mm. Apparently it mm. wasn't enough. Nintendo really need to bring back that eShop review thing that they put out for like six months. Remember that? No. I vaguely remember it existing on the UK website, but it was never on like the actual eShop. Yeah, well... It's all ran through the same server, so they totally could have done that. I hope they bring that back, because if games like this are coming out regularly, and this is like a full-priced 50-quid game, and it's getting bad reviews, there should be some way for people to know that it's not up to Nintendo standards. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Okay, so we also have uh, on... Oh, same day, Friday, September 13th, we got Star Wars Pinball. That cuppa flows over with high-quality titles. (laughs) Oh. I like pinball games. How much is it? It's $26. Or $27. Um, it's got 19 tables, though. We've got um, ones for every movie from episodes 4 through 8, Rogue One, and Solo. Uh, and then they've got TV tables for Star Wars, Clone Wars, and Rebels. Um, tons of, you know, well-known characters and everything. Like, I'm, I'm really glad that they've, we've all just decided that episodes 1, 2, and 3 just didn't happen now. And we're just going 4 to 8. That's, that's, I'm fine with that. We can just expunge Jar Jar Binks. We can just expunge him from our memory. Yep. He's gone. He never existed. Oh, poor Jar Jar. The thing I thought was really funny is if you look at the Nintendo UK listing for it right now, they clearly copy and pasted some of this information because uh, they have the Switch exclusive features and modes and there are, <laughs> it's like bulleted, but there's also bullets. It's double bullets. <laughs> there's little bullets. Uh, <laughs> they're so, yeah, pinballs, they're, they're... Pete, they're pinballs. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. all right. It's themed. Yeah, so there, there's like a bunch of exclusive stuff for the Switch version. There's uh, like a story mode, there's like a career mode, like all kinds of stuff. So if you're into pinball, it might be worth checking out. I just want the Windows XP pinball <laughs> to come to the Switch. So you can just play Space that. Space Wars or whatever the fuck it was Space, called. Space Baseball pinball. Yeah. Is that the one that Do you know who made that? Do you know who made that game? Who? Maxis, the same people that made uh, The Sims. No way, really? Yeah, they made that spinball game. That was one you could unlock from Microsoft Excel, wasn't it? Or Word, one or two. Oh, really? I I just had it in my accessories, games, and they were along with Solitaire. You used to be able to do it at school. There was two games. I think one of them was a flight simulator, and the other one was that pinball game. And Microsoft Word, if you type something in, unlocked one of them. And Excel unlocked the other. And we used to go into IT class in school, because they'd removed all the games and just... Use those little codes to get. That's awesome. I love that. That was uh, my favorite thing about Flash games back in the day. It's just like, oh, you're at school. Have they <laughs> have they blocked this website yet? No. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, last game on the list this week, Thursday, September nineteenth. Devil May Cry two. We've talked about this like up and down and forward when they announced it, all that stuff. So if you want Devil May Cry on your Switch, pick it up. I'm still pissed at how they're releasing all their games on the Switch, but. Yeah, they're doing them individually instead of the collection that we saw and everything. Steve's miffed about it. I also like, I just think it deserves a physical release as well. Yeah, yeah I must. Uh, there must just not be the financial incentive there, I guess. All right, moving along into the main topic. Finally, let's land this fucking plane. So, <laughs> last week, we got a look at a brand new Nintendo Switch accessory. In a, a a nice little tease of people holding a a ring, a giant ring, <laughs> and 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 it looked like they were having fun. Don't know what they were doing, but uh, but now we do. So 
I'm just gonna. I have to just read the headline from Nintendo's official press release because it's too fucking funny. Embark on a fantastical journey to defeat a bodybuilding dragon using real life exercise in Ring Fit Adventure for Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Love the way they have to clarify, like not just by exercising, not just in general. It's real life exercising. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not an exercise game; it's an exercise game. Okay, mm-hmm. Nintendo. Fair enough. So, can you believe how much this costs, though? What's the pricing? I, I didn't checked. see that. Eighty dollars. Eighty bucks, huh? Well, that's not that crazy, actually. Okay. Well, think about it. Like, it's a plastic ring, Pete. It's literally a plastic ring you stick a Joy-Con to. They charged you eighty dollars for a fucking box of cardboard, Steve. Yeah, I didn't buy that. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, eighty bucks is like that makes sense. I, I bet this thing costs like. $10 to produce. They got to make their money somehow. $10. More like 10 cents. Yeah, but you got the whole, you got the whole research and development side of it, haven't you? They've got a cover. Uh, yeah. And, and there's those. the uh, there's the leg strap, too. Don't forget about that, Steve. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite thing. Because the ring is great or whatever, but the strap, it looks like whenever you I see think you a... mean the ring con. The ring con. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Ring. You're right. It's a ring Sorry, con. excuse me. And the, uh, the leg strap... Like, it looks like in any, like, action movie or, like, military film where someone has, like, a fucking hunting knife, like, strapped to their thigh. Like. <laughs> Wait, why does a ring get ring con and the leg strap doesn't get strap con? Why is that? Why is that? Oh, my God. It's got a controller in it. It's not an addition. It's only there to assist. Yeah. It's, you're not, you're not, you're not fiddling with it. It's like a tracker. Yes. You don't hold it, so it's not a con. But it's called con because it's got a joy con in it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> <laughs> Just agree. The, it's the, fine. Uh, yeah. The actual ring has functionality, right? Like when you like bend it and stuff, like it reads input. Like mm-hmm. the legs. Well, yeah, so it looks like the reason that works is because it it pushes on the trigger buttons. So you push on the uh-huh. on the plastic, and it and it pushes on the buttons on the actual controller. That's There's interesting. There's no actual like physical thing happening. It's just what you do to the ring directly affects the Joy-Con. Yeah, this story literally broke as we were recording, so, like, any information that we're, like, missing, like, please forgive, because, yeah. you know, we're we're learning all along with you. I was gonna say, this game's got a silent mode for people that live upstairs in an apartment. Wow. So that they don't, like, stomp their feet or something? Yeah, it says, by activating this mode, jogging-style exercises are swapped out for ones that are a little quieter. Oh, okay. That's actually really thoughtful. I like that. So Ring Fit Adventure is the actual game itself, and there are a few different things like mini games and like built-in workout routines and whatever. But the the big thing is that there's actually like a a like a proper adventure game attached to it, where like to traverse the world, to do combat, anything that you have to do, you have to like do exercises. <laughs> I've just seen the picture of the dude doing the squat. I told you to look it up before. <laughs> it's so funny. He's just like it's 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 funny because like he he's got like a smile, like it looks like he's having fun, but his eyebrows are furrowed, so like it looks like he's in pain. So it looks like he's just like yes, punch it. He's <laughs> having the most enjoyable shit of his life. Oh my god! Wow. All right, so I'm gonna throw this out there. I actually am interested in this. I'm gonna buy this. I, I genuinely, I genuinely can't believe that. I'm gonna do right, it. You need to get I'll, a camera set up, and we need to see a YouTube video. Yo, I'll 100 percent do a YouTube video of me. I'm gonna imitate this guy though. <clears throat> I want you to do the guy. Can you like, imitate the guy <laughs> in the video? The like crazy guy that looks like he's gonna murder your children. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, you know, man, it's like r- real talk. The game didn't look bad. It didn't look like super like deep or anything like that but like i've I've wanted to lose weight for a while i want to get healthy again i haven't exercised regularly in a few years and every time i try to get it up to go to the gym or do whatever it's just like i've been lazy about it and if i can play this dumbass game and like make some videos about it and make fun of myself on the internet and actually do some physical activity like all right i'm gonna try it it makes makes Why sense. I, I I preferred the Wii Fit, Wii U Fit, even where you had that little pedometer you could take with you. 
I'm surprised you haven't done yeah, something yeah. similar this time. They could easily do something with like a mobile app or even just take the Joy-Con with you and count the steps. I don't know why they... I mean, you could, just bring, you could just bring your Ring-Con with you everywhere. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the leg strap on like as a fashion statement, you know. <laughs> I want people to know that I'm a I'm a Nintendo Fit Boy. I love the fact if you are you looking at the press screenshots, if you go to the third one where it's got what looks like two kind of weird basketballs. They've both got little duck faces. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I think they're medicine balls actually. Okay, that would make more sense. No, they look like, you know, those bouncy things. That you had as a kid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, where you space sit on hoppers. them and... No, they're not like space hoppers where you had the, like... Oh, uh, well, that's the kid version of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, where, where you, like, bounce on it. Yeah. <laughs> Graphically, it kind of looks like Fortnite. Yeah, I can see that. It's got that kind of, like, light cartoony vibe. Like, it's somewhat realistic, but... Hey, I might pick it up. Just out of morbid curiosity more than anything. Yo, oh my god, Pixel, I wish we lived in the same country, because it would be so funny if we made a video of, uh, like, I, I, like, I want to get, like, traditional, like, 80s, like, spandex workout gear, you know, and, like, play, like, like, bad, like, 80s <laughs> montage music, like, <clears throat> and, oh, oh my god, you guys, okay, alright, alright, listen, we're, I'm gonna film a whole video about this, and I'm gonna go to the stairs that Rocky runs up. Oh, they in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's like a famous Philadelphia movie. Is Rocky? I've never seen I'll it. run. I'll run up the fucking library stairs and I'll have the thing be like. I want. Yeah, I, I definitely want a parody trailer. I want a parody trailer for for this. <laughs> oh, we gotta, we gotta do this. Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't reach the final ten. It's the best around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very surprised none of this got leaked, you know, because they must have been working on this for quite a while because it's like a whole accessory with a game. Labo never leaked either. It was really strange. Yeah. The way that they, they announced it early, too, like in the fact that nobody like there were no rumors about what it was. Kind of crazy. Yeah, no, no real patents either. I haven't seen flying around for it. I'd be interested to see the patent when it comes out because... Then we'll know for sure how that ring works if it is just kind of. Yeah, it actually doesn't look like it does hit the buttons. So it seems to do the input via the um, actual bar itself. You know, the like uh, the the ring thing, the 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 attachment. Oh, well. Yeah, you know how the Joy-Con slides into something. Mm-hmm. It's like it puts Ooh. the input through that bit instead. That's cool. I I also do like that there are like the quick play options and stuff. Like I think it's cool that like if you want to be like exercising every day but you don't necessarily have the time to commit to like a longer session to play like the main gameplay mode there's like all these little side things you can do and i don't know man i'm interested in this and i really like at first it was just like a meme but i'm like this might actually work for me like i could see myself using it, kind of it. looks like you know like an adventure rpg game with you know exercise as a main input yeah so it's kind of cool because that's the thing like, once they got to the, the gameplay where they're like, oh, all right, like, here's the battles, and you need to, like, do specific, like, exercises to defeat the monsters and stuff, I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, that that is an incentive for me to exercise if I like the game. It's coming out pretty soon, too. It's like, what, a month? It's a weird, dumb idea, I think, on some level, but, like, so was We Fit, and that was cool, and people liked it. I, I thought we would stop seeing this kind of thing when they announced the Switch Lite, because this is something that only really works with the Switch proper, right? Mm, yes and you no. You could do it on the Switch Lite, but you'll have to prop it up on that tiny little screen, and there's no kickstand. I, I think they're kind of they're, they're targeting two different demographics here. I don't think kids are really going to pick this up. They're not going to go, Mom, I really want Ring Fit Adventure, are they? Whereas like people no. like me and Pete might go pick it up. Yeah, but then... That doesn't make sense as to why Labo exists and it doesn't work with... I think they've given up on Labo, to be honest. I, I think I think there's also a chance that we could get a smaller version of it, but I, I, I definitely was thinking that, like, with the, the conversation we had about the Switch Lite, where, like, I think Nintendo's intent is that everybody has a, re- a Switch Prime in their home, and then... If you have kids or whatever, like whoever else has a Switch Lite. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like mom and dad, you know, people our age who are playing the main Switch on the TV and everything, they're the target excuse me, they're the target demo for this, you know? That makes sense, especially with like the fact you can put two accounts on two switches and switch between them, so you could technically buy it on one 
if you if it comes out digitally, I guess it will play it on the main one. I wonder if you can get it digitally though. Don't you need to buy it to get the to get the ring? They say that, but they did that with Labo as well, didn't they? I swear, I swear, well, you, you, can you couldn't download the software there. You could, you could buy the software as a cartridge, but you can. Yes, I mean you can buy the cut software separately. Yeah. I feel like that's different though, because you could need a second set of that. Why would you need to buy this separately from the game? Because I've got a feeling people like Hori are probably going to make their own third party. I know that's not an incentive for Nintendo to release it separately. Maybe. But I can imagine there's going to be third party kind of rings, so to speak, whatever they'll call it. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Um, yeah, so overall, I, this is something that I expected to just, like, dunk on and, and, like, laugh about, but honestly, like, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna see how it goes, and uh, we'll report back. I'm looking forward to, to hearing about it. I know me, I would never use it. I'll play it for, like, two minutes, and it'll be, like, a wee fit, and it'll just get dust on it, so. It's funny, because one of the best sources of exercise for me is, is shaming me into it by spending money. <laughs> So mm, I do that. I, I, I logged into my bank account this morning and I saw my gym subscription go out and I haven't been to the gym in two months and I'm probably still not going to go. It's just going to yep. keep going. Same. It's a fat tax. Mm. Fat tax. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you make yourself feel shitty because you're not actually like spending. You're like, cool, I'm just pissing away $12 to be unhappy. <laughs> I really hope they in- I really hope they integrate this ring into our games. I'm not sure how they do it, but like the bow... The bow action would be cool. Oh, but they could do that. Let's get Link's bow training back. Crossbow training, yeah. From the Yo, Wii. we got a port. It's one of the boom, last great done. Wii U exclusives. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think this could work for, like, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Have you seen that goofy, like, basically uh, Mario Kart ripoff inside Mario Kart? The yeah. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games that was going around today. <laughs> wow, shameless. Shameless. Ah, whatever. Nintendo owns it. They can do what they want. All right. So uh, if you want to let us know what you think about... uh, (laughs) What is it called again? (laughs) Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. uh, Let us know. Hit me up at Pete at LootPots.com and let us know what you're thinking about this. I'm very interested to hear from the community. I did see in our Discord while we were recording that Cronius said that he thinks it looks pretty good. So some of you are already thinking about it. So all right. Uh, so you'll have to let us know. Uh, speaking of our Discord, if you're not already over there and you want to connect with other Nintendo fans like yourself, it's a great place to go. Uh, come join the Legion of Potheads and you can chat with me and Steve and Pixel and the rest of the Loot Pots crew, uh, as well as many of our fans. Uh, if you want to show your support for the show, make sure you like us on your platform of choice. Uh, if we're not on a platform you want us to be, let us know and we'll make sure we get there. If you want to find the rest of our content around the web, you can visit us at LootPots.com. Head over to YouTube.com slash LootPots or Twitch.tv slash LootPots. Uh, follow at Loopots on Twitter if you want to get in touch or keep up with all the stuff we've got going on. Uh, and last but not least, if you really want to show your support for the show, the best way you can do that is to head over to patreon.com slash pots and show your support. If you support us at the $5 level, you'll be able to get access to our patron exclusive show after dark, which we mentioned earlier. It is a great time. We talk about everything that's not Nintendo. Uh, so if you want a little bit more from us, you want to know what's going on in our lives, hear what we think about playstation games or something i don't know go check it out we think it's worth your time and money and we hope to show your support so with that see you next week